Yo, what's up, guys? I'm Andreas, and I'm here with Justin, and this is the Never Summer Podcast. Woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we uh, kick things off, we got a safety tip for you. Got to stay safe yep. on the mountains. Absolutely. Number one number one thing there, guys. <laughs> got <laughs> yes. stay safe. You were talking about these DeWalt goggles? Yeah, so I uh, got hooked up with a real fat pair of DeWalt goggles. Um, nice. Shout out, Jared. Uh, yeah, I was drilling some holes in some boards, and uh, <clears throat> a little little snowboard booger came up and got under my goggles. <laughs> so now I got the full face DeWalt setup, real nice. Yeah. You know, got got the clear lens. Um, yeah, they've been working real good. Look super fast. <laughs> so I'm digging it. That's super important. Gotta stay safe, especially when you're getting that big air. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Some, you know, those won't fly off. Uh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So, think uh, maybe to get into things, talk like how'd you uh, how'd you get into snowboarding? Sure. Oh boy. Uh, let's see here. I uh, grew up in Iowa, a smart a small farm town. If you ever seen Field of Dreams, <laughs> area where I grew up. Seems um, like a good place to snowboard. Yeah. Yeah. If you build it, <laughs> they will come. So, but no. Uh, yeah, I grew up out out there and uh in worthington iowa right outside of dyersville um <clears throat> yeah let's see i grew up my home mountain was uh sundown mountain uh it's actually a hill um yep i you know worked out there as a young kid snowboarded out there um <clears throat> yeah they, i mentored this guy um he was a cat driver there but we were just kind of starting building parks terrain parks and kind of showed me what was good and um, how to build and smoke two packs a day. My parents, <laughs> coming home, my parents would think I was smoking, but really I was just sitting in a cat with Brian, <laughs> smoking two packs, <laughs> hot boxing it, dude. Uh, but no, and then, um, and yeah, and he told me, he told me uh, next season he's not going to give me a pass if I don't move. Or he said, you can't shred here anymore unless you move out to Colorado. So oh, it's like he knew the times were... It wasn't really, park building wasn't involved, um, park riders really weren't involved there, so he, he encouraged me to move out here, so I moved out here in 2013, and actually my first job out here was interning with Never Summer here, so. Nice. It's a cool, um, cool transition, yeah, I lived in Boulder, and then, yeah, it was downhill from there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> so you got into, like, uh, park building? Yup, yup. Yeah do that some more yeah so yeah so i was i got hooked up with never summer here in my internship and um then after that i i actually got into sales um i started working for red bull um and then moved to south uh, south florida and then um then i started working for o'neill and then from o'neill i went to billabong and then billabong to snowmass and started building building again and so the last couple of years, I've been building terrain parks uh, for Aspen Snowmass. Oh shit! Just getting it. What's what's <laughs> that like? What's that like building terrain parks, man? Oh, dude, it's a dream come true. Um, you guys like figure out what you're gonna build before oh, you yeah. build it? Like you like sketch it up? Or yeah. What? So the, what we do is we have like concept designs, um, and you know everyone's. It's kind of similar to this this place. It's like it's kind of similar to Never Summer. Like if you have an idea. Um, you're, the people around you are going to help you 
help you put it into fruition. And, you know, a lot of us park riders, our park builders, um, have, you know, really cool different styles of riding. So it's like, it's cool to see who, you know, wh who's building what and what their motivation behind it is. And, um, yeah, it was just great. Um, but yeah, and then my old boss, Mark Pinter, shout out Mark Pinter, uh, Master Pinter. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he super cool dude always showing me the ropes and um but yeah he's just an og and kind of just showed me the in and outs of park building and and riding you know nice so yeah it was a good long journey and then, and then i ended up here so yeah feels right oh yeah <laughs> you got a uh, favorite feature you've made or concept oh yeah or? i would say well i helped make Help i would make. definitely didn't make it um uh episode three of brothers mcmorris on red bull tv um shout out mark mcmorris uh, <laughs> no uh, that was my favorite build um i i built with charles beckinsale one of the best park builders in the world if not the best um he's also he's also a ambassador for prenoth um which is the park the cats that that pretty much you know help build uh, all these massive features and um yeah, so my favorite build would be we built this jump up on Sneakies, and it was um, just a massive booter. Like, basically, we built the jump, cut it in half, and then, I mean, just from lip to lander, we're talking like 80, 90 feet. Just massive, dude. And uh, that was just kind of like the highlight of my, my little stint there because it's – you know, it's just such a it's, – it's something to see it in the movies, but then when you're building it, it's yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, that's why you get paid to ride that. <laughs> like, I get it, <laughs> you know. So it was kind of trippy. Um, yeah, no, it's just that. And there's been other ones, too. We built this. Um, we built – this is actually Marky's build, but it was one of my favorites. Um, it was a big quarter pipe um, right at the base of the pro line, and – it was probably so super pipes like what 22 feet high walls i think with with like a foot of decking so it's like technically 23 i think but this quarter pipe i mean the i think this was like 25 footer um it's massive i never ever showed you that clip that backside nah. disastered it uh but all the boys like all the knuckle draggers shout out knuckle draggers <laughs> um they were all killing it on it and then Somehow we got this pool, um, it was like a pool ladder, and we set it up on the top of, the, like, the deck of the quarter pipe, and then it put, it says, like, no diving, and Marky, like, I think he did, like, a, I don't know what it was over it, but he, like, planted on, onto it, and then came back into it, switch. I was like, dude. That's sick. These guys are next level, but yeah, I just backside disastered it. In my mind, it looked so huge, but, but yeah, no, it's been a... It's been fun, man. Uh, shout out Aspen Snowmass too because they've, you know, they've helped me along a lot in a lot of ways along my career. Um, and yeah, it's just really cool, cool group of dudes to just, you know, it's like hanging out with the homies but getting paid to snowboard with them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or testing, <laughs> testing features. That's sick. That was awesome. So, How yeah. like um dialed in are these big features because i know like oh dude back when i would build like skate ramps and stuff the transitions were horrible when i first like oh, was yeah. starting to build stuff like it was so hard to get that 
to match it to it's match it nuts. it's yeah. an art and especially with snow like it's never changing like oh yeah every day it's constantly different well so <clears throat> that's a good that's a really good question because you know it, a lot of it is snow science um when you get <laughs> it's real technical dr you, snow comes out you, there yup yup dr snow dude and uh and so i like to say like i had a couple i had this girlfriend well she's a girlfriend and uh she would always say like she'd always introduce me to her fancy friends in aspen <laughs> and be like oh this is my architect friend and this is my and i was like oh yeah you're an architect day eh? and i'd be like well i'm a parkitect and they're like <laughs> what's, what's that all serious i'm like well you know, I, just, I build <laughs> snowboard features. <laughs> I design them. <laughs> Real fancy. No, but, um, yeah, it's just, it is very dialed. Um, we had a couple unfortunate incidences where a couple people lost their lives. Um, and it's, it's really, you know, it's really, it's something that you got to take serious. Um, we weren't a very serious group, but we knew what we were doing, like, as far as testing, building, um, and all that and um so long story short um skiko hired this company to um to basically come in and assess the risk it's like an, a risk analysis company and after that that kid died there's a guy that died and uh it turns out it was just poor conditions the guy was inexperienced and i'm not not saying anything bad about the person obviously um but there was a lot of backlash, which this happened like testing out features. Yeah, or? well, no, this happened. Um, this happened. Uh, the features was were built. It was on the medium jump line, and it's it's a medium to large jump line, and that's how it's marketed. Yeah. Um, and basically, this company, I think they used to work for SPT. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, Effective Edge is what they were called, but they came in and just basically did an internal investigation, which is pretty standard by industry practices, but they came in and were just like, you know, there's so many different factors in jump building. And, and like, you know, that jump line was medium to large. Uh, in my eyes, the best park builders build it. So it's like, we all know what it was. Um, the guy didn't start from the starting deck, which is a huge issue. You're getting t way too much speed. Um, it was in the morning, it was low light conditions and um it was windy and he had been drinking and it was, <laughs> so it's like you know there's a lot of factors and Damn. for uh oh, excuse me um no 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 dude it's bart um no i'm just kidding <laughs> shout out bart uh but no i um but yeah going back to that it was it was really stressful because a lot they the kid that that had passed away on that jump overshot the jump um obviously went to land uh, landed on the flats um, I think what was said is he landed on his toe side and then the whiplash kind of busted his neck and, um, you know, rest in peace. But it's like, it's like all those factors. Um, it, and then since he worked with ski co, um, we shared this locker room. We had like a locker room to ourselves for park crew, probably cause everyone hates us, but, um, cause <laughs> we were rowdy, but, uh, it, anyways, it's like a, like a locker room that's key coded uh inside the locker room it's yeah like we all made, i think they made it before i got there but it's pretty cool but anyways um those the other employees were some of them were thinking like it was our fault and that's something that man i can't tell you like i'd ride the bus to um work and because i lived there in snowmass and i'd hear people on the bus talking about it and my roommate 
uh, Kinley, shout out Kinley. Uh, he was here earlier today, but he was the guy that tested it that morning. So like he tested it upon opening and then you open the park and you know, he's a gnarly skier. Um, and he, he tested that jump and signed off on it and um you know it was fine but with those conditions you know one thing after another after another um it was just a recipe for disaster and unfortunately he lost his life but yeah so it's just hearing people when they think you know it's your fault or act like it's your fault it's like yeah. dang man this job is serious you know but we're all we were all serious about shredding and that's what makes it safe it's like dude if you know, if, if I say it's not safe or Kinley or, you know, whoever says it's not safe, it's, we close it up, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of a sad ordeal. But yeah. it's a danger. That's another safety <laughs> safety <laughs> shout-out, dude. Because, like, I mean, obviously, like, us, we ride under all conditions. And, right. you know, it's still we're still, like, stoked on the mountain. But, like, we know our limits and you, that's the number one thing dude is just knowing your limits um which i struggle with sometimes because like going back to the in my head thing i'm just getting super big air you know <laughs> <laughs> and really um it, but yeah it's just like yeah it's one of those things um just gotta be conscious and uh know your limits you know it's it's dangerous anytime you step on that mountain it's like all right anything could happen even yeah. if you're within bounds you know so yeah, yeah, for sure. That's wild, man. It is. That's super wild. That was, yeah, not a good good time for a park crew. Uh. <laughs> but, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I do think we're the best of the best. At least I think Snowmass has uh, the best park builders in the country, in my opinion. And not just because I work with them, just because, you know, they're all rippers. They're all building big features, you know, and that's that's what's up. And, um Yep, you just got to know your limits. Yeah, for sure. That's, like, crucial, like, wherever you're riding, whatever you're riding. Oh, yeah. Yep. So so the process, basically, someone has, has a concept, then you just start pushing around snow, yep. getting it all yep. nice. Well, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more in-depth than that because, like, what happens is, like, you come to them with a concept design. We have a board similar to the one in this office, and, um, you know, you, you kind of be sitting there bullshitting after work, you know. And, uh, and then we'll, you know, come up with designs and ultimately, um, Marky, uh, he'll tell us if it's a go or if it's not, <laughs> which is fine. Cause you know, that, that dude, if he likes your concept design, it's like, well, okay. You know, yeah. Mark, Marky says it's good. It must be good. This is like, these concepts are stuff that like you guys want to hit or like you Something think would be fun for the general public absolutely. or like, a mixture of the both. It's a mixture and good question. Um, because after Marky says it's cool, like he'll he'll bring it to um the director of the director of terrain parks and then he'll ultimately say like okay this is we're gonna go with it or not but yeah. he's got to submit it to the mountain manager and everyone else with that politic bullshit but um to see if it's like you know if it works with what we're trying to do and a lot of times these resorts want to make it accessible for everyone right. um park crews just the, trying to rip yeah and that's where that's what the that's where the conflict of interest comes in it's like trying to build something big and uh it's not you know it might be safe in our eyes but like to them it's a huge insurance risk and yeah you know it's a recipe for disaster in their minds and then that meeting i was telling you about with effective edge i kind of was falling asleep the whole time and uh felt really bad because these guys are some ogs that are talking about 
you know, risk assessment and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like just trying to get back on the mountain. But and and he starts talking about like building um, staging areas where uh, I'm not gonna name names. Who said it? Uh, and actually, I don't even remember the dude's name. But like my crew didn't want any part of this. <laughs> so, but it, they wanted us to build like pads uh, next to the jumps and stuff. Yeah. So like. You know, your 45-year-old Gerald, uh, <laughs> he's, he's going to go back to the office on Monday and um, tell everyone, like, hey, look what I was doing. And, like, just post up on this little pad that's by these huge jumps on the pro line and just be like, you know, hey, we're at Snowmass and look at what's behind us. And it's like, dude, you lost me after that. <laughs> Talking about that, I'm like, all right, I'm out of here, dude. <laughs> Started falling asleep. But, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's all about profits, you know. Um as much as I love uh, Snowmass and every resort for that matter, it's just you know I it's I understand it's business you know yeah. we you can't have you can't fund cool stuff without having that profit and fortunately crumb snowboarders aren't really you know the profit uh, they're not really the dudes bringing in a bunch of money to these no. resorts <laughs> it's Gerald from the office that him and his crew his fam so he needs that selfie for sure yeah dude yeah. that's an important <laughs> selfie <laughs> for real so uh how do you guys pick the uh the guy to test out the feature yeah so well that's also kind of it that's okay so like a lot of times it would be you know marky the dude that that's pro um for lip tech he's you know super super good he's got so many tricks that are just the sickest -y. um but but yeah it'd usually be him or a dude um his name's Bobo um Bobo Pettit shout out Bobo so sick um he rides uh for Burton and yeah so he it'll be either him or Marky that usually tests it or if any of us want to you know test it depending yeah. on what it is um we'll do it but but yeah it's just a lot of you know when you get into the pro lines it's those jumps are hefty you know yeah. so it's like they want they want to they got to know you and you gotta you know and yeah so it's usually bobo though or um or marky or actually um there's a, a dude b kiss they call him brian um he is a skier um i think he skis for forefront or he's on the flow program i'm not sure but the dude's nar dog. Um, he fucking sends it, so he'll he'll also test them. And then there's another dude that tests the big, you know, the big big boys. So yeah. it's like, yeah, they have their own own process with that. And then it's pretty much open to park crew whoever wants to hit it nice. after that. That's what's up. You, you guys know. get like the uh, get hit it on the after hours. Oh yeah, big yeah. time, big <laughs> yeah. time, dude. Yeah. I'll still get to hit it on the after hours, dude. I'll just pull up. The, the boys are sick. Um, <laughs> it's nice, yeah, because then, like, I don't, we don't, like, when they're raking out and stuff, they'll let you come through and hit the features they didn't rake out for the night. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's kind of cool. You can have, like, your own little sh photo shoot if you want. Nice. Or, like, get some, <laughs> get some footy. That's tight. Hell, yeah. So, yeah, no, I was just kind of curious, um. What uh what are you riding, Andreas? What's going on with your oh, man. your program here? So, you know, I've been riding the Peacemaker oh, nice. for for a minute. Um probably like two seasons. Uh, I got the the one fifty six Peacemaker. That's like such a fun board, such a fun all around board. Oh yeah. Um 
like it's good park board, but then it's good to just take wherever on the mountain. Definitely. Actually, last season I got the Swift for the next time for for last season. Uh-huh. Um, and that was sick because I was like, all right, finally got I'm, a powder board. I was wondering about the Swift, dude. Like, I, yeah, I know that Peacemaker looks fun though. I mean, obviously Dylan Alito and uh, I see. I I thought they were riding most mostly like I thought that was mo- meant for street. But yeah, I guess when I started here, I kind of found out some more stuff about it, and it's like, it's all it is. You're right. It's almost like an all-terrain board, but it's also with those pow inserts. Did you use those? Yeah, I used them a couple times. So on pow days. On pow days. Okay. Yeah, which was sick, cause like good park board, and then you could just push Never it back. Never even and knew that existed until I started here. And then another thing that I was told is that with with that being Dylan's pro model, um, he he wanted those inserts to get closer to um to shorten his length on his binding setup so, so like so he just used the front for one? the for like rail riding yeah oh. I, I don't know how that worked or how like he just pushed the front one back and oh the, yeah yeah the, the, the front one, one or the back one forward and then the, yep and then the front one. so so then he can spin faster i guess or it's better for rails i i feel like that would be too close for me yeah um, i feel like i'd almost want a wide yeah, or wider. Or wider. Yeah, me too. I know, but I get it because it's you know it's easier to spin in or spin in and spin out yeah. and stuff. But Looking but yeah, I feel like that would really mess my shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but it's sick. It would be sick in the pow, and like you said, that's what I would. That's what I would use yeah. it for too. So that board's sick because it's whatever day it is. It's it's been fun to ride. But then last season I got the Swift game changer, and I was like, oh hell yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. like a full on powder board. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to take it out on the powder days. And I set it up for, like, the first powder day last season uh-huh. and then just rode it every day, every day of the season. Right? It was just so vibe, fun. Dude, yeah, right? surf vibe. And that one's cool because it's super short tail, and you can just whip it around and do, like, it's just, it's just it feels so fun to, like, carve on. And Oh, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, so that's mostly what I've been riding this season or last season and probably what I'll ride a good chunk of this season is the, the Swift. Um it's a little bigger than the Peacemaker I have. I think it's uh, one. It's a 157. Okay. Um, but with that taper, it probably feels a little bit bigger, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> but that's that's been so much fun. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. I've heard such good stories about that. Actually, my, my friend Cheesy... Uh, shout out cheesy <laughs> uh but he so he had um he had a swift custom and i don't know how much i can get into it because but we can cut it out if it doesn't <laughs> but anyways he um so he's a super cool dude uh he's the son of one of the owners of bc surf and sport and um in colorado and uh yeah. the dude rips um he has a custom uh, so he's a big Taylor Swift fan. Shout out Taylor Swift. Hey. Uh, <laughs> no, um, She's but definitely listening. So awesome. I love Taylor Swift too. Low key. You can edit that out. But um, <laughs> but anyways, he built this board. Uh, it was a Swift, right? And uh, it was on the top sheet. It was so Taylor Swift. I'm pretty sure in a bikini. And then on the bottom sheet, it was like, or the I don't know what the bottom sheet was. If it was like her, the back end of Taylor Swift, <laughs> which would be really tight. But um, he. <laughs> And he called it the T Swift Swift. The T Swift Swift. What uh, what board are you riding? Uh, right now I'm. So every year I like to get the Fun Slinger, um, just because I it's good does good in park. It's lightweight. Um, yeah, I just love it. Uh, but now I'm I'm kind of eh, I don't know because I switch off from that in my prototype two point five 
which is a positive cambered board. Um, but then mid-season, I'll switch to the fun slinger. And I think this season, it's going to have to be the proto slinger. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I don't, I want to, I don't know. It's like that, that board's going to gonna change the game, I feel like, a little bit. Nice. So we'll see. Yeah, the fun slinger was my first uh, first Never Summer board, and that was so fun. Like Game over. So fun. <laughs> I love that board. It's a noodle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Well, and that's why I ride that prototype 2.5 because it's a stiffer board. Yeah. And if I'm riding like Ajax, uh, I need I need to be able to run out after I jump off something because it's like I realized because I used to ride that uh, fun slinger everywhere and then um, I realized like it's so soft that if you're jumping off a jump and then you land out, your landing's like a bunch of moguls and stuff, you're just going to jump off everything, which is awesome, <laughs> but which I love, but it's like, I can't, my brain doesn't work that fast to do <laughs> that much. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I love, I love the, uh, love the fun slinger and my proto. So it kind of makes sense that I mix the two together. Yeah. It's like yeah. The, the two combined. So pumped on that. Nice. And the graphic, honestly, not that it matters, but. On the graphic. Proto Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that graphic. Super cool. What's your stance? <laughs> yeah, what are you rocking here so, with your stance? So I'm regular. Um, I started off riding with my front, my left foot, like, uh, I was like 15, and then my back foot was at like 12. Um, mm-hmm. But then two seasons ago, I was, I was teaching at Keystone, so I was basically like on the bunny slope every day and like switching between like regular and switch like yep. all day long so i put it on both at like 12 12 okay um like i know a lot of dudes are doing stance like both like same spot on the board mm-hmm. um and then we just ride like both ways all day sure um, and i kind of stuck with that but last season near the end i pushed out to 15 15 nice i've i've ridden that stance before the 15s yeah that's a pretty normal stance that you know it always works well i my feet are weird so i'm at a (laughs) i'm at like a it's weird i'm at like a or a five negative 15 super weird i don't know but yeah 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 (laughs) yeah, i think and it's and my width is from my elbow to my knucks so it's like i don't know what that measures out but (laughs) <laughs> but yeah no i that seemed to be really helping me out because i started getting when i rode those 15s i used to ride 15s and then my cast would get sore on my front leg and then i i would have like a little forward tilt on my backs but then yeah then i just quit doing that i think i broke a binding one season and oh, just no got way. lazy and just left it <laughs> and it was like it was like all the way back so i was just like got used to riding like with little to no backs yeah I don't know. Do you it's mess weird. with your your high backs? Are you not really? Not anymore. Yeah. I, I put them back as far as they'll go, unless unless I'm doing if it's, unless I'm like clicking up to do something something bigger than my and that's in my comfort zone. Then maybe I'll do a little forward lean, but not much. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I usually leave them alone. Nice. Yeah, I've been trying to mess with with my stance some more to see what see oh, what yeah. feels cool or not. I always like changing it up too. Yeah. It's different. And then you realize like something you that came to you harder like or that was harder for you to do is easier and you know vice versa it's like it's kind of fun you ever try like uh, doing a race setup and having both your feet pointing a little forward? no but i want to dude i see dudes like that on the mountain just, i don't even know what that what that would be yeah negative negative or something i don't know but <clears throat> yeah nice and then one more question for yeah. you dude 
what are you rocking for soft goods this year? For soft goods? Uh-huh. That's a good question. Um, I got the uh, the 686 fit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Can't go wrong there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got um, uh, the pants. Pants are probably the sweetest. I forget what the, the model is, but they're like triple, triple layered. So oh, there's yeah. like a real like. Uh, the, like the inside layers, like this fleece, like it's pretty thick. Um, nice. And then the outside layers, like super, like um, super thin. So like you can take them apart, and it's like perfect for spring and that's like, what's up. <clears throat> real cold winters. Right. Um, Still rated for that super cold day. Yeah, yeah. What you got? I'm weird, dude. I'm weird with mine. I um, so I rock Helly Hansen still. <laughs> I, I I don't know why I just like it, um, but I rock their spring gear. So like, I'll wear you know the Never Summer Anorak jacket yeah. that we have out, and I'll wear that with my um, with my spring pants. Like they're pretty much rain pants, but I'll wear I'll wear some Burton Tech underneath that. Okay. Um, like Tech Tech wear, you know, yeah. like they're and um, this year though I think I'm gonna ride. Um, I'm gonna get the new AK. Um, the AK fit like the all black top and bottom, but the reason why is because they're, they're it's like a shell, but it's rated, so it's like super comfy, lightweight, but it's still rated for cold days. So that's nice. what I'm probably gonna ride. <laughs> you rock, you rock a helmet or no? Oh yeah, <laughs> obviously <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I do now with with my son being um five years old, I want to show him that you got to wear a helmet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. she'll be she'll be mental <laughs> like his old man but no yeah it's super important i um i haven't been rocking a helmet but then i yeah now i do so this is up you know what about you uh yeah yeah i usually rock a helmet yeah good call Let's well, and with instructing too, for the you big get, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they make well, you Well, high speeds are really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> get that feedback, and helmet jiggling, the wind in the hair is <laughs> <Yeah>. nice though. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right on, dude. All right, guys. So that was our conversation about our setup. Again, I'm Andreas, and I'm Jay. <laughs> Jay big Town. Air Jay. Yeah, big Air Jay. <laughs> and this is the Never Summer Pod cast. What up? The Never Summer Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you next week. (laughs) 